This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Pete's here is a regular appearance with us. He, like all our guests on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, the news yesterday involving your club, Jim Peterson, the yeah. Wolves get two All-Stars. They get uh, Anthony Edwards. That was a given. And I think a bit of a surprise, not a major surprise, but a bit of a surprise that Carl Towns makes it, uh, probably most likely over Sabonis. Um, did they get it right? And do we spend way too much time worrying about who's in the All-Star game? You probably could get a little bit of where I'm leaning when I asked you that question. Um, I, I think they spent too. I'd, I'd rather make all NBA than the all-star team. I mean, I think that's more important. It's a, it's a resume builder. They're all resume builders. I mean, this is Carl's fourth time being an all-star. He's mm-hmm. been all NBA twice. He was, you know, uh, 15, 16 rookie of the year. Um, he was on the all rookie team. So, you know, you start talking about building your hall of fame resume, you know, and these kind all these kind of things kind of go into it. You know, you're, and the success you have ultimately, you know, I think kind of determines some of it. But, like, you know, all these for, – for Carl not to have a ton of playoff success, to be, you know, a four-time All-Star and All-NBA yep. twice That's already. It. I mean, mm-hmm. it's big time for him. And so, like, you know, I was surprised. I mean, I kind of felt Rudy had a higher chance just because, you know, Rudy's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. And, and if you win that award, I mean, and, and people are talking about you winning it already, and they've been saying it for over a month now probably – the chance of you making an all-star team is probably pretty high, right? So, um, Cat had a had a wonderful month of January. You know, I think when when the coaches are voting for these things, they, you know, obviously they're all game planning for these players, and they've got to deal with them. They got to figure out a way to stop them. And so, Towns, had, you know, he averaged twenty-five a game in January. He averaged twenty-three a game in November. He had a little down month in December, but Cat's a hard player to scout for. And then when you think about what he sacrificed, Chad, I mean, like, there, there are very few players this season that have sacrificed more to be able to fit into a system than Carl Anthony Towns has sacrificed, having to play the four, to guard the four, um, and guard other players, too, the, who they put him on, because a lot of times Jaden will take a player that Carl might match up with just because of his versatility defensively. So, I mean, Cat has been, he's been good. He's been, he's on the best team in the West. He's sacrificed a ton. He's hard to game plan against. And, you know, I I can see why they voted him in. All very valid points on Towns. Um, if the coaches would have called me and they didn't, I can't imagine why, I would have said go bear, right? 
Gobert has been really good to great from the start of the season. Carl has certainly been better the last couple months, but the first five, six weeks, he had some spotty moments. The Wolves are the top team in the West right now for multiple reasons, but the number one reason, Jim, you know this better than I, is defense. And mm-hmm. and while Jaden is good defensively, Anna's good defensively, uh, you know, Naw is good defensively, by far the best de- defensive player is Gobert. Now, do you think the coaches ever, in offering this opinion and voting, ever think of, well, it's an all-star game, and the all-star game is just run up and down, never guard anybody until the last two minutes. That doesn't fit Gobert at all. So let's pick the more offensive-minded player, and that's Towns. I think there's a good chance that that happens because at the end of the day, it is about entertainment. But I would have to say, uh, I don't think the, inter- the the All-Star game has been entertaining for quite some time. It's been no. it's been it's been three or four years probably since it's been super since it's been super entertaining. And it was, you know, my era was like I just think up until. I don't know. I, I would have to say, even even during the LeBron James era and Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul era, they, Kobe Bryant, you know, like the Kobe Bryant era. Like I thought, I thought they played well up until a few years ago. It was it was very watchable, very entertaining. Um, I, I just think that it's it's become less important. And if I was Rudy Gobert, I wouldn't spend a ton of time. I know he's disappointed. I know it's a respect thing. Um, I know he's, he's disappointed, but he, I would get over it real quick if I were him and be happy that I'm going to get rest rather <laughs> than having to go to the All-Star game and go to Indianapolis and have to play in an All-Star game, you know? Now, are you going to the dark side in the officials? Are you going to the dark side? I need to know that because you, you're hinting at conspiracies. They're out to get us. You've always oh, not, avoided that. Have you been sucked into the dark side that they're out to get us? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going that way, Chad. I, I don't say there's any conspiracies. I'm just saying, like when when Shea Gildas Alexander grabs Anthony Edwards' forearm and and even and so okay, I can see missing the call, but then when you have a chance to to you know in the two minute report go back and review it, and they say that that's marginal contact with all of the the little taps that Joel Embiid gets and, 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 you know, Shea Gildas Alexander and all these guys that are high free throw rate guys, the little, little taps where I just go, Oh my gosh, I'm saying, okay, that's marginal contact. I'm just saying this, just spread it out evenly. Like, like Ant and Carl get accosted going to the basket a lot. And Carl gets so many ticket tack calls against him. I'm just saying, just call it evenly. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's maddening. You're on the dark side. You've been lost. You're out to get. Chad, it's real. You you have to admit, they don't officiate the same. You you have to admit that. I would say, and you know this better than me after playing in the game, that what happens so often in the league, and people don't have to agree with it, is, is you earn calls. And you also earn non-calls by moaning and complaining incessantly. And as great as Ant and Carl are, and even Chris Finch said the same thing with us the other day. That he, goes, he goes, we were good at the start of the year. We're not any good anymore. 
and they are they are losing out on some calls because they're constantly complaining and and people are entitled to feel it shouldn't be that way but it is and and you know that I talked to a, um, a, a, an NBA, an ex NBA official friend of mine. I think I have a conversation that about that call. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not the one you're thinking of. Okay, it's not the one you're thinking of. Um, not not the one whose first so, name starts with a K. No, no, it's not him. It's not him. Um, okay. um, so I just was saying, like, well, what's it like for a referee when they come to the arena and they know they have to referee against a coach slash player? who complains all the time. Like, and so just imagine you're, you know, you're going to work, <laughs> you know, and you're really, yes. your work, your work environment is going to be this unpleasant two, two to three hour experience where like, you know, you're like, Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta deal with this guy all night long and, or, and maybe and, multiple guys. And maybe it's ask Dave Harrigan. He has to work with me. <laughs> he has to work with me every day. <laughs> it's a labor of love at this point. He's still there, right? How many years have you guys been together? Uh, 542 years. <laughs> he must be paid a lot of money is all I got to say. <laughs> he must be very well <laughs> So what did the ref say? Anyway, anyway, so anyway, so he was just saying like he, that, that part of it is real. Like you're sitting in the locker room getting ready and you're going like, you're thinking to yourself, Oh my God, I got to deal with this guy. Just complaining the entire time. And it's in their minds and it's real. And so, I would say that number one, I would say that Ann Carl need need to stop doing all that. That would be my biggest complaint. My big my biggest complaint is them complaining. And then the second is is the refereeing part of it. Yeah. So that's that's all where right. I'm at. All right, let's pause, come back and and talk about what is the biggest should be the biggest regret of our professional careers, and I was reminded of it over and over again this week. What is it? I'll tell you when we come back here with Jim Pete. Wolves back in action tonight. We'll talk about that game also when we return on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Jim Pete, Jim Peterson with us. He's working tonight. Are you working with Marnie tonight? Is Michael out? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Where's the connection? What happened to Pete? You might have she called Jim there. Pete back. Oh. Is he so busy that he hung up on us because he had so many things to do? Wolves in the Orlando Magic tonight. I thought I heard Marnie saying that she was working this game with Jim earlier uh, this week. And I think Michael might be working an NBA game. Uh, Magic have been a very nice surprise this year, including Minneapolis's own Jalen Suggs, who's been very good. The Magic, I think they're uh, about 10, 12 games over 500. All right, there you go. Now we got you back. Sorry. You've got Marnie tonight, correct? Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael is doing uh, a game for CBS um, with the H- H- an HBCU game. So oh, okay. he's got, got the, he's got a relationship with uh, with CBS too, and he's done he's done some work with them. Actually, did, was a sideline reporter in, with the NFL, and then he's done some work with them in the past too. Done some HBU, HBCU stuff um, during. Yeah. Good. Uh, Final Four, so yeah, so that's good for him. He's and he, he does the NBA TV stuff too. So um, yeah, this is going to be the second time. In fact, the other time that Marnie did the game with me, um, it was down in Orlando. So <laughs> so she's the Orlando announcer. You know, <laughs> she, she's well versed in the Orlando Magic. Yeah. Um. So at some point in the aughts, we've told this story before, where Larry David was sitting by us, mm-hmm. and it appeared we could get Larry David. Uh, on our broadcast, and the little backstabber uh, made sure it didn't happen. I think it's it should be the greatest regret of our lives. Let's just go professional, okay? Uh, he's everywhere this week because Curb is back on Sunday. I, know. I hope I it's the not Bill the final Simmons. season. I heard the Bill, the Bill Simmons interview. How good was, was awesome he? Too. It was so good. good. So, it was so good. good. Yeah. When he's roughing up Elmo on the Today Show, uh how could we have screwed that up that we did? You know how good Larry David would have been with us? I mean, I know it's the Lakers and the Wolves, but it's just one out of 82 games. It would have been the three of us, Larry David helping us call the Wolves and Lakers. I think we should both hang our heads in shame the rest of the year. You know, it's one of those things that you look at. And this is this is where probably, you know, it's, it's situations like this that happen where that's where you should always like, you know, beg for forgiveness versus permission. You know what I mean? Like, we yes, should have just done correct. it. We should have had the foresight to do it. But the truth is, is that um, um, there's another person that I'm not going to name anybody's name that uh, had all of those uh, t- tapes destroyed, by the way. So it wouldn't have been saved for, for posterity's sake. Anybody, nobody, nobody would be able to hear it today because – all of those great recordings of you and I doing our work, Kevin Harlan and Tom Hanneman, yeah, they've all been, all you know, it's gone. Ridiculous. Yes. They're all but, gone. It's just, but it was it's great. Crazy. You know, so I was, I was thinking, about, do, do you have a favorite? Cur- I've never, I don't know if I've talked to you about your Palestinian favorite. Palestinian chicken. That's, the, that's your even, favorite? Yeah, by far. And even Larry said it this week that that is his favorite, too. I just love that one. It's just so good. There's so it's much It's really, It's on. really good. But, I, I, you know, one of my favorites, too, is uh, is Foisted. I yes. just, I just yes. watched that one. That's a while ago, the Foisted one. And then that's also when it's the Fatwa. That's his the, the, the show yes. that he was going to do, the Fatwa. Which, yes. The Fatwa season. Another, another whole season of him, of him wearing the, the disguises. <laughs> yes he is and then also the elizabeth banks is all over him and it's oh it's it's phenomenal i um i can't wait i mean i'm gonna it. be in the tank for it i know seppenwald didn't like these 
He watched a fair amount of the season, doesn't think it lives up to the hype. I'm so deep in the tank for the show, I'll probably still love it. All right, here's another Hollywood moment for us. Carl Weathers has passed away. The news came out in the last 45 minutes. Carl Mm, Weathers. I didn't know that. Only 76. Way, way too young. Okay, so is it automatically Apollo Creed with Carl Weathers, or could it be Happy Gilmore, Predator? I know he was on Mandalorian recently, but when you think Apollo Creed, who first comes to mind? No, if I if the actor you're talking about, yeah, I think of Apollo Creed as as the as the part that he played, Carl Weathers, for yep. sure. Yep. But the uh, but the I think the uh, the Happy Gilmore, you know, um, really good character. What I what what was the name of the character again? I'm, I'm thinking of the the, the pro. What was his name? Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> Chubbs Peterson. That's right. Chubbs Peterson. Chubbs. Yeah, no, I think about that as well. But no, but Apollo, how do you, how could you not think of Apollo? Especially somebody that's from our era, too. Maybe a kid today yeah. might, might think Happy Gilmore. But, but our era, it's Apollo Creed, man. He was awesome. Well, never met the him. First, yeah, because you, you're calling games out in L.A. I don't, I don't remember seeing him at a game. Have you ever been in an arena where he was there? I don't remember ever seeing Carl Withers at, but I've seen him at Laker games. Like I've, I've been watching Laker games and seen him there, but yeah. I've never been, I've never been in the, you know, cause you see everybody when you're there, especially in the old days when we used to sit courtside, you know, and it's not, it's, avoiding it's not been that way. It's not, it's not, it's not been that way for a long time. Well, I mean, it's, it's probably been since LD was it's like, it's been a long time since yes. we've been courtside Chad in LA. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I walked out on that part. I walked out at the right time. Now, basically, the radio, the radio broadcasters basically at their home in Plymouth calling the game. I mean, it's just, it's, it's absurd. Um, yeah, Apollo Creed, first Rocky is a great movie. Second one, great movie with a rematch. Uh, number three, as Dave was reminding me, that's uh, Mr. T, and that's Hulk Hogan. That's very good. Great episode. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, great one. Yeah, and then uh, then Drago kills him in four. Spoiler alert: It's been out for for forever. Uh, Orlando tonight. Mm-hmm. They have an, they have a very good record. Uh, Franz Wagner is very good. Now, how about uh, Boncaro? Boncaro in three years. How good is he? Well, he's he's an all star, and and he leads them in in most of the meaningful. Uh, statistical categories. Um, his his you know mother was um, a really good player at the University of Washington. She's I, I still think she's their all time leading scorer. She only played one year in the WNBA, which <clears throat> you know was before Brunson was with uh, the Sacramento Monarchs too. She was she played back in two thousand, but um, she's bona fide, you know, and um, she was a big influence on his life. And so you know he grew up in that great Seattle area that has all the great players, and he played against Jaden McDaniels a bunch and so they get they know each other really well um and Jaden actually shut him down down in Orlando it was one of the big storylines of that game is that Jaden completely shut down Bancaro in that game and, and uh, was a non-factor but um I think he's very good he's um you know he went to Duke for that one year um he's a, he's a multi-skilled kid like they really give him the basketball at the end of game situation like he handles for them a lot so I mean he's you know six nine six ten can shoot the rock. He's a great three point shooter. 
excellent handle, tough down low, you know, good rebounder. So, I mean, he's, he's a formidable guy, and he's very deserving of what he's getting. And he's one of the best crunch time players in the NBA. I think he's, I think he's seventh in total uh, crunch time points scored. So, you know, he's been clutch for them, and he's been a workhorse. Where's the ant on that list? On the clutch scoring, um, he's he's not as high because because um, we spread it out more. A lot of these clutch time points are scored by you know a guy or two, and we you know between between you know Mike Mike Conley and Carl and Rudy and Ant. I mean, it's like it's pretty it's pretty spaced out. I could I could figure it. I have to look it up. Yeah, right. that's okay. I just didn't know if tips. how how high he was in this. Hi, right, brother. Great chat. I'll check out okay. tonight. And we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, buddy. All right, see ya. Jim Peterson on Bally's tonight. Uh, Michael Grady working another game. So Marnie, Marnie Gellner, we'll be working that with Jim. If you want to check it out on Bally Sports, uh, opening tap about seven ten. Am I wrong? With Dave is next on CCO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, we do, and, I mean, we're early, Dave. 2.38? You ready to go? You got five or six uh, ready to go with Am I Wrong? Well, you know me. I deal with quality over quantity. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's start with uh, well, the day we have going on today, Groundhog Day. You talked about it with Major Garrett. He's a big fan. Sounds like all the oh. folks in San Diego really pay attention to Punxsutawney yes, Phil and big, the prognostications. Big day out there. Um, I, I am in fully full agreement with you and Major. It's ridiculous. It's silly. It's asinine. You got a bunch of old weirdos at Gobbler's Knob pulling a rodent out of a hole, yes. pretending it can see a shadow yes. or not, proclaiming that all of this is somehow meteorologically significant. However, I'm going to say this. Don't give me a however. I'm giving you a however. My best Stephen A. Smith. However, However. (laughs) the most amazing thing about Groundhog Day is that somehow in a country of where we're about 330 plus million people, they have convinced a significant enough portion for decades now to pay attention and to spread the word about this yearly event. So while it is completely insane, Groundhog Day, also the greatest piece of marketing brilliance, marketing genius in the history of the United States. Am I wrong? Yes, get out of here. I mean, if you want to say one of the biggest scams of all time, and it 
suckers pay attention to it, sure. Greatest marketing of all. Get out of here. Hey, you hate it. California. And you're psychics. talking about it. Yeah, the ca- mocking it. You're still talking about it. it. Hey, any news is good news, right? Oh, I don't, that's not true. <laughs> it's one of the silliest conversations <laughs> ever. You know, we'll get that text. We're talking about, you know, we're just laughing about something. Well, you're talking about it, so it must have worked. Like it's a murder or something. No. And you nailed it. Who are these people who just, you know, basically already this afternoon, Dave, they can't wait for a year from now when they rip the rodent out of the ground <laughs> and, hmm, the sun's out or their clouds out. We don't even need to bring the rodent out. We know what's going to happen. What what is our Groundhog Day? What is Minnesota's Groundhog Day? Where we all wait for one year, we gather around. And it's like, really, this is it? Text me six five one four six one nine two two six. I could say. Uh, the crowds at the airport around the holidays, that, that could be one. Yeah, that could be one. First uh, significant snowfall. That's Ice one. out. Ice out. Opening day of the fair. Hmm. At least the opening day at the fair, there's like 150,000 people there. Did you know? see how many people showed up at Gobbler's Knob today? Shoulder to shoulder. Packed them in. You can't tell me that's not great marketing. I mean, are these the folks who are upset at uh, Taylor Swift too? I mean, who who's who's showing up at this thing? Taylor's got how a many lot of your girls? Them. How many of your girls would need to be held hostage for you to show up at this event? Both. I still probably wouldn't make it. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to pay for the flight. Are you kidding me? Um, what if you live? What if the two of us lived in that town and they're just. There was all the buildup over that for months yeah. and months. In the summer, they're talking about it. You'd put up with it. You'd put up with it very, very well. I would be gone. I, would be gone I so mean, do, do you remember as a kid, though, learning about it and thinking, really? Is this true? A groundhog can predict whether winter's going to end? They made you buy that in, in school, my man. I, I was trained by Patrick Royce very early on to be a cynical, smart aleck. By third, fourth grade, I basically wanted to be Royce. Okay. I guarantee even by then I was like, why are we talking about this? Hey, teach, this is BS. Come on. Let's move on to the maths here. Next topic, okay? <laughs> All right. Speaking Go of. Go out that. there and mow, okay? <laughs> I've got next topic for you here. So I've been working uh, the last uh, well, week or two. To watch as many of the uh, Oscars Best Picture nominees oh. as I can. Got Are it. you getting these uh, uh, delivered to your email? Delivered to my email? No, but I am uh, in good standing with the SAG After Union where I know yep. my little code. I figured that out yep. to uh, yep. be able to watch some of the screeners. No, and, uh, not me. Of course not me. you're not. Uh, <laughs> saying, apparently saying over and over again, our place would be infinitely better without a union probably hasn't helped me out. Uh, I, the screen. I might, you might be able to still track them down if you, yep. I'll sweet talk Fran Drescher, our union president. Uh, the holdovers, <laughs> yes, is. Barbie, yeah. American fiction, Oppenheimer. I've watched them all in about the last two weeks. Okay. okay. I got one of those. Here's the problem I've got with the last one I mentioned, Oppenheimer. It's the same problem I have with the one I almost watched last night, Killers of the Flower Moon. 
Yep. Until I was reminded how long that movie is. Oppenheimer comes in right about three hours. Killers, uh, three and a half. We need new rules. We need absolutely new rules for the Oscars. If you want to be a best picture, maximum runtime, two hours, and I'll give you 20 minutes. That's it. 2.20. Any longer, it just means either the director is far too self-indulgent or the editing is so terrible that you don't deserve to be a best picture. Am I wrong? Bravo. Bravo. I, I want to see Oppenheimer, and I'd rather see it in the theater. No. No, not three hours. Come on. Now, don't you think most of us now, if, if you're inclined to just wait... And if you don't feel like it's such a unique movie like Oppenheimer is, spoiler, it doesn't turn out very well at the end, and there's enough of the cinematography that you want to see, that a lot of people watch that movie over two or three nights. It was a two-night watch for us. Was it? Yep, two nights. Yep, I mean, that was the plan going in, looking at the clock when we started. Ah, let's go about an hour and a half, and we'll finish her up tomorrow. Not even a consideration that it was going to be a one-night watch. Well, I would say this, too. If, and you're right, anybody who's making a movie three hours, they're probably a genius, and they're probably just full of themselves, too, right? Yes. I mean, you got to have to very hefty, healthy opinion yourself. If they do this, and I like your 215, don't get me wrong. I'm going to go 215. Even. I'm going to shorten it up a little bit. Um, if they're going to do it a three-hour, they should know where there's kind of a cutoff after the first 60 minutes. Boom. So if you want to stop right there, there's your cutoff. Then two hours in, there's your cutoff. Acknowledging that more people are going to watch it this way. And you can be upset about it. You can feel like you're missing out on really how the movie's meant to be. That's just the reality. We're not sitting down that long. I think you should make it a requirement for the lead actor or actress you know, Oppenheimer himself, break the fourth wall halfway through and just say, folks, we're an hour and a half yeah. in. We got another hour and a half to go. Yeah. Let's all take a moment, run to the bathroom, get a beverage, make some more popcorn, uh, and yeah. I'll just hang out here for five minutes. Yeah. How about this? He's about to push the button. <laughs> this would be a good time to take a break. Yeah. See what happens next after the I mean, break. I think- Exactly. I think you have an idea how this is not going to work out in a certain part of the globe. This is a good time to maybe a little something, something, you know, take a break, watch it tomorrow. No, I, I've said it before. I used to, I used to see 10, 15 movies a year, minimum in the theater, 15. I don't miss it. I, I, there's so much great TV. I end up seeing a lot of these movies. How far away are we from the Oscars, by the way? Oh, is it probably about a month, I think? Yeah. I'm going to try to get up. Okay, so you mentioned Holdovers, Oppenheimer, Barbie. And what was the other one you mentioned? Uh, American Fiction. March 10th for the Oscars, by the way. Okay. Of the four, rank them. Your enjoyment level. Um, hmm, that's a great question, I think. I think I've enjoyed, I think the holdovers, number one. I thought That's that was the only great. one I saw. Giamatti was tremendous. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed American Fiction. I watched that, watched that last night. I thought that was very good. 
mm-hmm. humorous, Reviews also plenty of serious, and some certainly yep. very sad moments. Uh, Oppenheimer third. I uh, would have enjoyed it more, but the the back and forth between the present and the past for uh, him was a little bit much for me. And again, the runtime. Barbie, I didn't dislike, but it's eh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, one uh, breaking news item. The judge in Donald Trump's D.C. election interference case has postponed the trial. Oh. So a lot of people felt like that was the one where had the best chance of happening before the election. Don't have all the details. This is just breaking right now. But the judge in the in former President Donald Trump's D.C. election interference case has postponed the trial. Let's come back. Jason will join us. We'll have more of uh, Am I Wrong with Dave right here on CCO. All right. Before we uh, get back to Am I Wrong, I mentioned before the break, we have uh, the D.C. election interference case involving Donald Trump. That has been postponed. Now we have multiple reports saying in the last half hour or so, the U.S. has begun airstrikes in the Middle East. Obviously, the country has been waiting to see how the commander in chief and his administration would respond after the three uh, U.S. servicemen were killed a week ago. You had the dignified transfer of those three individuals happen early in the day. So I'm sure Jason and Dan and CBS will pay close attention. All these events taking place. Hello, sir. Good to good to have you on the air here. Thank you. It's good to be Uh, here. Yes, good for you to be good to be there. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, am I wrong? You're right in the middle of it. Let's go, Dave. This is a stupid week because skipping a week and having a bye between the uh, NFC and NF- AFC championship games and the Super Bowl is dumb. It's unnecessary. How about we get back to one week after the championship games, get right back to the Super Bowl and see what these teams can do Challenge them just like you do all year long with the travel, dealing with injuries, prepping for that tough opponent, given just one week instead of two weeks. Let's go. We don't need the season to extend now into mid-February and the bye week. This Sunday should be Super Bowl Sunday. Am I wrong? Jason, you first. What do you think? Totally agree. 100% agree. It's, uh, I mean, what are we supposed to do this weekend? There's nothing to do. Literally nothing. Talk, nothing. Talk to our loved ones. Ugh, Ugh. Gross. Hard pass. Yeah, that gets old really fast. No, you're both right. And this has happened uh, times before where there was a strike or there was some TV conflict. It Like the hype wouldn't happen enough already, Jason? I mean, if the game was this week on your former network, CBS. Yeah. They would have been jamming it down our throats. For yeah, sure. I said that on WCC Radio. Yeah. Uh, they they could have done that enough in a week. They don't need another week to do that. I agree. It's silly. It's dumb. You're. I never thought about it, though, until am I wrong. So mm. thank yeah. you. Am I wrong am I brings wrong? the important issues to the people, and yeah. am I wrong solves them 99.8% of the time. On the cutting edge. Are you thinking about having a big bash as your place for the uh, Super Bowl? Super Bowl party? Uh, mm. There's usually like a my in-laws do a thing. 
uh, which you know is I really is great. Voice. It's great to be invited. Yeah, thanks. Wow, jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean. Sounds like you're open for a little malaria or something. (laughs) I appreciate Uh, it. What do we get? What do we get? We got card to sharks, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know what we're doing today. You know what we're doing at 530? Uh, We're going to talk. This is a deep tease in the business. Please stick around for two and a half hours. Uh, (laughs) Fox 9 is doing a documentary on the history of the Juicy Lucy this weekend. And our show is in it. I'm in it. Really? I, so in other words, I think I'm the enemy. Yeah, of course. I think so, I'm the enemy. So, I'm the bad guy. I sort of poo-poo the I'm Juicy you. Lucy. I'm it's fine. with you. It's fine. Overrated, even though we both like it is. a lot. Gotta go. Jason's next. Have a great weekend, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.